eBay Motors is here for the ride. Elbow grease and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles in a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. LED headlights, spoilers, whatever you need. eBay Motors has it at affordable prices. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride every time. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Listening to your favorite podcast? That's smart. Earning your degree online from Southern New Hampshire University? That's really smart. With 24-7 access to coursework, no set class times, and dedicated student support, you can go to school when and where it works for you. Low online tuition means you can even do it for less. And dedicated student support means we'll be with you from day one to graduation and beyond. Join a community of learners just like you. Go to snhu.edu today to start your free application. It's CarPro USA with two-time USA Today Dealer of the Year award-winning Jerry Reynolds, the CarPro. Kevin McCarthy is his trusty sidekick and a Radio Hall of Famer. Between Jerry's 35-plus years in the auto industry and Kevin's 140-year radio career, you get tons of straight talk and honest answers about everything automotive. So put it on cruise control and enjoy CarPro USA. Welcome and thank you for joining us. If you're a dad, please accept our Happy Father's Day wishes for you. And I hope you have a wonderful day and get uh, get loved on and get doted on. And, you know, just overall have that one day a year where it's just all you. And I will Father's Day for me, and if you listen to this show, you know my story. Um, I lost my only child. He was a son, nine years ago, this August 15th. So Father's Day is sort of a mixed day for me. It's, you know, I often think of all the good times that we had and what a good young man he turned out to be. Uh, Very successful in the automobile business without my help. Uh, He did it all on his own. So Father's Day is a little different for me. Um, I do have my new puppy that I can... (laughs) love on and rubber ears and play ball with her and that sort of thing. So, you know, if you've still got your, your dad and I hope you do, um, be sure and reach out and, you know, say hi, tell him you love him. Cause, uh, once they're gone, there's gone and they're gone. And of course, uh, usually a, a son's relationship with a mother is different than it is from a dad. I mean, I think that's just the way it is. And I don't know why, but uh, my dad and I were very, very close. He died suddenly in 1996. But the last thing, the day before that happened, I gave him a kiss and gave him a hug and told him I loved him, and I did that every single time. I left him just so if that happened, he'd know. Not that he doubted it, but he'd know. Last memory of me was that, and I'm proud of that. Kevin McCarthy is my trusty sidekick. You know, I know that I can't know what it's like to be part of that exclusive club that you were part of uh, that nobody wants to be a member of. True. On the other hand, I lost my mother uh, when I was young. She was young. And on Mother's Day, after that, she left a letter. She knew she was dying, and she left a letter. And 
requested that on those first, you know, Thanksgivings and Christmases and Mother's Day and everything, that instead of being sad because she was gone, she would like for me and the rest of the family to focus on some of the good times we had. And and I hear you doing the same thing with with your son. Oh, sure. Sure, sure. Jerry's son, everything he said about BJ was true. He was a, a fine young man. And he sold me three pickup trucks <laughs> when on days when I was bringing my current truck in just to get it serviced. <laughs> yes. Three different times. He, he comes up to me and he goes, you know, have you seen the new one this year? <laughs> you know, I could get you in that brand new one for the same payment you're paying on the that three-year-old one you're driving. Why do you say no to that? Three different times. He did that too. I get the I get the happy listener email, and it was like I just went in for an oil change, and guess what? I drove out in a brand new one from your son. That's my boy. Yeah. Chip off the old block. Our phone number is eight hundred nine two six seventy seven seventy seven. Our website carprousa.com. That's where you subscribe to the free weekly newsletter full of information. If you've got a Ford, you want to check the recall section. And if you want to do that, all you got to do, if you're not a subscriber, is subscribe today. And what will happen is you'll get a confirmation email right back. And if you say, yes, I want to join the newsletter family, then we'll send you yesterday's in your inbox ASAP. Takes about... Oh, 30 seconds to do the whole thing, and I promise you this. We we guard your website address like it was our very own, and that's the truth. Email address, you meant to say. Whatever. Whatever. Yes, we guard all of our we're, sites. We're huge on privacy. Yes, we really are. Let's talk to Mike in San Antonio and see what we could do for him. Hello, Mike. Welcome. Yes, sir. I have a kind of a follow-up to the earlier caller. Uh, my lease is ending this month. Uh, I want to buy out the vehicle yeah. because I see them selling for anywhere from, I don't know, six to $10,000 more than what I can buy it for. Yep. Uh, so my question is, um, should I buy it? And then I, I had one dealer that offered me, my buyout is 43.5. He offered me 46.5. Okay. Um, should I buy it and just take that and figure, okay, it's, less hassle or should I try to sell it privately knowing I could probably make more money, but I know there's some, you know, trouble involved with doing that. Well, the 46.5 isn't going to do you any good. Uh, once you get the tax title and license paid, when you buy it out, uh-huh. you're going to be at roughly a break even. Uh, what year, right. what, true. what year vehicle is this? It's a 2020 Jaguar F-Type, the base model. It's actually a checkered flag, but it's the the four-cylinder turbo. Yeah. Well, I would get one more opinion on what it's worth. You can do that at my website, carprousa.com. Click on Mm -hmm. sell a car. I'll get you a bid in about two minutes. If it's... Okay. You got got six and a quarter percent sales tax in Texas on the residual value You'll have about another 300 in registration and, you know, uh, the other fees that the state of Texas charges. So if you're not 
if you're not do if you get two opinions that say it's worth that, then let's say forty six five is is the number. My place, let's say they give you forty six or forty seven. It may not be worth it to you. Uh, those cars have never held their value real well, and it's going to be a difficult thing to sell it yourself. It really is, um, because there's just not a big market for it out there, and interest rates are going up, and you know, blah blah blah. So it may not be worth it for you, but I'd sure want another opinion in case the dealer you talk to is just trying to steal it. You know, and I see that it happens. Yeah. Okay. I guess I I'm lured by the what I see them selling for online. Yeah, but you're not you, happen, you, know? you're not seeing them sell. You're seeing asking prices, and there's a world of difference. Right. World of difference. Yeah, true. So try okay. try it my way, and let's see. And call me back if you if you're still uncertain on what's the best thing to do. You'd make a little bit of money. Uh, just doing the the math, you might come out five to eight hundred dollars ahead. Four choices: gasoline, diesel, hybrid, or electric. Find out which one is right for how you drive. Call CarPro USA. One eight hundred nine two six seventy seven seventy seven. This is CarPro USA, and frequently I'll uh, mention, ask Jerry a question about one of the most popular stories, articles, features in the newsletter each week here on the show. Like this week, the far and away number one was the best and worst car colors for resale value. Yeah. But this time I thought I'd ask you about one of the fewest clicks, headlines. Okay. Um. It said uh, the headline was, have $100,000? Check out the new Ram TRX Sandblast Edition. Yeah. I guess that 100 k kind of scared people well, away. I guess it did. And I've had the TRX, um, codenamed T-Rex, which is a big Ram 1500 with the Hellcat engine under the hood. It's a beast. It is a off-road, wow, SUV, uh, truck. I mean, it's it's crazy. The promo pictures that that they put out with it, showing it. Oh yeah, it showing off in the desert and uh, boulders and stuff. Right. Yeah, it's amazing. Uh, but when I had the TRX when it first came out, I think it was twenty eighteen or nineteen. At that time, it was eighty nine grand on the window sticker, and they were bringing twenty thousand over sticker at the auction. So huh. that hundred thousand right now doesn't look all that bad, except for that one little gnawing problem. Yes, it'll pass anything but a gas station. <laughs> you want to get you about twelve miles to the gallon? Get you a TRX. <laughs> you uh, you'll look good in it though. <laughs> Becky Canton, Ohio, welcome. How can I help you, Becky? Hi. Um, so you were talking about hybrids before, and um, I my job is driving people to work, and I put about 800 miles a week, about 50,000 a year. I want to look into getting a hybrid, <clears throat> rather a uh, minivan, but maybe a crossover, um, yeah. because there are several people to type in my vehicle. But we looked at the Toyota, and I sort of figured out that 
of course, that was at $5 a gallon, and who knows what it's going to go up to, though. Um, I was under the impression that they only lasted over a little over 100,000 miles, the battery, and then you have to buy a new one. So at what point is it cost-effective to purchase a new one, you know? Yeah, typically— uh, in contrast to the— most, I'm, I'm putting two tanks a week, yeah. so two 17 gallons a week in I my vehicle, it. two and a half. I get it. It sucks. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and you kind of got to think down the road before we make a big decision like a car that, you know, will gas prices stay this way or will they go back down to, you know, two to three dollars a gallon? I I think they'll go back down. I don't know when. It could be a while. Um, but they, they always have in the past. Now, most hybrids, the batteries are good for around 100,000 miles, although they're getting better. Toyota has always been good to 200, 225,000 miles. And that's the, the battery? Yes. The, the Toyota makes oh, the absolute wow. best batteries, the best hybrid system overall in the auto industry. And it's been that way forever. They started hybrids. They built the Prius 25 years ago when nobody even knew what a hybrid was, not even me. And so they've got it perfected, and that's good. Um, if it, it, The mileage you're driving, at 800 miles a week, you're driving roughly 35,000 miles a year. So, no, 50. I, I drive 50,000 miles a year. Oh, wow. Consistently for the last 12 years, I have and driven that. And it's mostly so in town. I got a Toyota. Yeah, mostly ninety percent in town. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think you could. I think you'd be good with a uh, with a with a Toyota. Any of the any of the hybrids that they make is room a big thing with what you do. Uh, yeah, some of the people are a little bit larger. I usually have no more than four at a time. Um, so. You know, I, and I want them to be comfortable. They're sure. In, uh, they're mentally handicapped individuals. So. I see. Bless your heart for what you do. Yeah. Uh, try, oh, I love it. Try to find a one or two year old Toyota Sienna. That's a minivan. It's great. That, yeah, that's what I have now because they said they'll get three hundred thousand miles, and so for me, that's really roughly five years. Yeah. But, but you'll save a you'll save a ton of money when they redid the Sienna and made it a hybrid. They're all hybrids. Uh, when they when they did that, the fuel economy jumped dramatically. I mean, it would it'll pay for itself. Even if you only get you know four years, and if you get lucky and do your maintenance, you could get five years out of that battery. I've seen them. I've seen them go over three hundred thousand miles. I'm just playing the averages here at two twenty five. It could do better, and I think it's a good risk. Finding one may be a little bit tougher um, because gas prices are high and hybrids are in big demand for people just like you who are looking for better gas mileage. But if you could find one of those, it would be great. The Chrysler Pacifica Hybrid minivan is great, too. Good luck, my dear. This is where you get a peek behind the curtain to see how a dealership really works. Call CarPro USA now at 1 800 926 7777. And we go to the place I was born, Larry in Dallas. Welcome. Larry, what can I help you with? Well, uh, hi. Got a question for you. We're having a discussion. The Avalanche versus the Silverados. They're both 
basically the same chassis, yes? No. No, the no. Uh, the Avalanche was based on the Tahoe. So, although they looked similar, but it was actually based on the Tahoe. And the big the big thing with the Avalanche was the mid-gate where you could slide it forward against this is hard to explain, but you, you could slide it forward against the front the back of the front seat. Okay. It was, it was, there was a track there and, and you could release it and slide it up to give you more bed space than a four door, uh, Silverado or, you know, anything else, four door. So most people didn't use it very much and they were great driving vehicles. They drove because it was based on a Tahoe. They drove better than a Silverado. They rode better. Uh, but doggone, they were pricey at the time. Right. Yeah, the, the thing that brought him up was somebody had seen something about uh, the uh, catalytic converters were a high theft, and we were just debating whether the Avalanche was going to be in on that or not. Oh, probably. Um, but 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 these catalytic these catalytic converter thieves are looking for typically newer models than what the Avalanche would be since they quit making them in 2015, as I recall. Um, so anything anything that sets that's got good ground clearance is a target for catalytic converter thieves because they can get under the vehicle and do their dirty work without jacking it up. So you know the the most popular for catalytic converter theft has been the uh, Toyota Tundra, and that's because they've got such a high ground clearance, and that's the reason for that. But no. The Avalanche, which I loved, and the Cadillac version of it, uh, the GMC version of it, they were terrific and great to drive. But damn, they were fifty grand in 2015. With that, Larry, we got to run, but thanks for calling. Nothing is worse than buying a car you love the looks of, but it kills your back to drive it. That's right. Let Jerry Reynolds help you at CarPro USA, 1-800-926-7777. This is CarPro USA, Kevin McCarthy, Jerry Reynolds. Happy Father's Day weekend. And for people who might have missed it earlier, I... For me too, because I just it's music to my ears. Uh, talk a little bit more about the new, all new Z from Nissan this year. Oh, it's beautiful. It's red. It's got a black top. Twenty twenty three pre production model, uh, which means this car will eventually end up being destroyed, which always kind of makes me sad. But it's not certified by the U.S. government yet, so they put one in the press fleet and. They're kind of passing it around the country. I was lucky to get the one that came to Texas. Uh, 400 horses for the first time. By far the fastest uh, Z ever made. It hasn't. This is the first new edition in 12 years. The first 240ZX, or no, it was just the 240Z at that time. Yes. Uh, It was 52 years ago. This one is much updated, which it needed to be. Um, 400 horses, twin turbos, nine speed automatic, or it comes in a six speed manual. 
and there's no charge for either transmission. Whichever one you want, that's the one you got. I've got the performance model. It also comes in a sport, which has got the same horsepower but less equipment. It's really basic. Mm-hmm. But the performance, uh, paddle shifters, which work like a charm. It's got two drive modes. Uh, one of them is sport, and that's the one that I've been in most of the week. Great sound from the exhaust. Uh, just very mesmerizing. Uh, it's got a little bit of a rough ride, which has been a characteristic of this car since 52 years ago. And it's a little bit loud inside. Um, but it's got really nice leather and Alcantara seats. Uh, a lot of cargo area in the back because there is no back seat of any kind. Usually a two-seater, you get a small back seat that you can put a briefcase or something in. Nothing in this one. you got to do it in the cargo area. But really a joy to drive. And I'll tell you, based on the price at 53000 on the window sticker, uh, and they probably, they'll probably bring a little more than that right off the bat, but then they'll settle down and uh, they'll get back to, you know, 53000 probably some discounting going on this is not a car for everybody but i will have a review and i did do a video including a launch from a dead stop flat on the floor i revved it up let those turbos kick in and let off of it you'll hear some rubber when it shifts from first to second yeah it's it's i mean 400 horses for a car that weighs 3,600 pounds. Oh, it weighs that much? Yeah. That's, that's surprising. Yeah. it's uh, uh, n- That's that's pretty good. Do horse. you know the zero to 60? Uh, yeah, it was 3.6, if I Holy cow. Oh, it's, that's a lot faster than my last C. Oh, yeah. And when those turbos kick in, both of them, holy cow, it will uh, it'll go. It'll go. It's a, it's a true sports car, but it rides like a sports car. So... It would be an all right daily driver. It's not overly hard to get in and out of. The seats are very bolstered, so you got to kind of bend around those when you get in or out. Well, at this point, compared to a comparable Jaguar F-Type, which I had so much fun in, it's half price oh, compared yeah. to an F-Type. Yeah. And and would be almost as much fun. I was surprised they held the price as, as good as they did, being a all-new model and a vehicle that people have been waiting on for a long time mm-hmm. i mean the z the z owners are very loyal yeah and there's not a lot of them but they're very loyal let's talk to henry in los angeles henry thank you for holding my friend what could i do for you hey uh, good afternoon guys um i have some questions about a car i recently purchased yeah i'm having some issues with the service department i bought it from and I really don't even know where to start, to be honest with you. But I guess when I bought the car, I wasn't able to negotiate much except for a full tank of gas and have them put the clips back in the bumper that they were missing. Yeah. Was this Wait, was and this used or new? It's a certified pre-owned, about 18 months old. I think it was a lease turn-in. Okay. It was a 2020 Subaru WRX. Oh, nice. Yeah, so I guess uh, on the way home, I didn't get my full tank of gas, and my bumper fell off. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah. Well. So, you know, you kind of you, you kind of call them, you let it go, and they say they'll fix it. And then once I got the car home, me and a buddy were looking it over. We find cigarette butts in the engine air filter, two pounds of dog hair in the cabin air filter, 
And then I start reading over the checklist that the car is supposed to go through. And, you know, I just don't trust them and I don't really know what to do. And I have maybe, I guess, a week left on my 30 day warranty. Did you buy it from a Subaru dealer? I bought it from a Toyota dealer in uh, San Fernando. Okay. Then it wasn't a factory certified car. You can only get a factory certified Subaru at a Subaru dealer. So what this dealer did was just come up with a quote unquote certification program that they do themselves and they're not accountable for it, unfortunately. Exactly. And so, you know, I think I would call the general manager and express, you know, how dissatisfied you are. And, you know, the, the fact that you, you were actually lied to, if they didn't do all the things on the checklist, then you were lied to. And you don't want to take legal action, but you could if you wanted to. I, I, you know, I don't recommend it necessarily just because it's going to cost you. You're going to lose everything that you're going to gain, most likely with the cost of attorneys today. But yeah, I'm not looking to do any of that. No, I just, I just want to. Just know, want it fixed. What should, I, what, what, what should I do? Like, I went ahead and I picked up clips. I took care of the bumper because I did speak with the general manager. I spoke with their customer liaison as well, and I haven't heard much back. They haven't really offered me anything. I didn't ask for anything except for just, hey, take care of this. Right. But moving forward. You know, do you have anybody in the L.A. area you recommend where I can just have the car checked out? And, you know, yeah, I've got Sierra Subaru at my website, and I've also got uh, DCH Subaru. They're in Thousand Oaks. Um, I don't know where you are in other than just L.A., but uh, to my knowledge, both those places have very good service departments. But, you know, if you don't want to use a dealership, Find a good garage. Find a good mechanic uh, that does a good job. Okay. And there's a lot of them in the L.A. area. They're going to be cheaper. Okay, yeah, because I mean, at this point, I'm ready to just wash my hands in the Toyota dealership up there. And yeah, it there. sounds like you might as well. They're, You know, they're not concerned about repeat business. And anytime a car dealer doesn't care about repeat business, they'll just do whatever they have to do to make the sale. They'll tell you anything you want to hear. Uh, I'm naturally suspect immediately when they misled you to think you were buying a certified car when all you were buying is a car that they said was certified, that they, they didn't follow through, they didn't carry through. If you looked at the Subaru certified checklist, you'd be shocked at how many things they should have done and or they would have done if you'd have bought it from a Subaru dealer. So just the term certified means nothing unless it is factory certified because the dealers are held accountable to the factory when cars are sold as factory certified i'm sorry that happened to you henry but i do appreciate the call there are people who get so-called great deals and then there are car pro usa listeners who get smart deals give us a call 1-800-926-7777 I screwed up. No. Yes. That's my job. I know. <laughs> and you're so good at it. What'd you do? I said we were talking to the uh, Larry in Dallas a little earlier about the Chevy Avalanche, which I just loved. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and I told him he, he wanted to know if it was on Silverado chassis. And I said, no, it was on the Tahoe chassis. And someone let me know that uh, it was actually on the Suburban chassis. Huh. So it was longer. Had huh. a longer wheelbase. I never would have guessed. So, Larry, sorry. It's on the Suburban. I knew it wasn't on the Silverado. I got that part right. But it was on the Suburban instead of the top. I thought it was a Silverado that just looked funny from the cab back. No. <laughs> no, but they sure did drive good. I'll tell you that. So, what were you going to say a second ago? <laughs> I don't remember now. You got me off track. <laughs> Well, then, you know, let's talk to Karen. What did you? What did I have for dinner last night? Don't no. don't ask me the hard questions. I know, or breakfast. Karen in Grafton, Ohio. Karen, what can I do for you? Well, hello there, Jerry, and Hi. thank you for taking my phone call. It's Hi, a pleasure. Well, my my husband and I were shopping the used car market, and we're looking for um, something like a midsize SUV. And we've been shopping, and I just was trying to get your thoughts on, we've narrowed it down to three vehicles. And one is a Nissan Rogue SL. It's a 2019, and it has lower mileage on it. The other one is the Nissan Murano S2020. It's a year 2020, and it also has lower mileage. And then the other one we were looking at was a Toyota RAV4, and it's a year 2018. And it's low mileage also? Yes, they all have low mileage on them. What are y'all driving right now? A Nissan Rogue. <laughs> okay. And how is that? How does that fit you size wise? Well, just fine. And actually, to be honest, it's been a great vehicle um, since day one. I, I, I should maybe knock on wood, but I haven't been in the shop yet, and it's got close to a hundred thousand miles on it. Well, the reason I ask is the Murano steps you up into a different segment. You're going from a compact right. to a midsize. So, mm-hmm. but, you know, there there are, you give up things with that. If, if fuel economy is important to you, and I mean, good God, at $5 mm-hmm. a gallon, it's pretty important right. to everybody right now. You give up some fuel economy with the Murano just to, just to pick up some extra cargo area because Murano's doesn't have a third row seat uh, like the Rogue. You just get more cargo Mm -hmm. and and you get a little more spacing between the front seats and the second row seats. So if you don't need Mm -hmm. the room, then I would go back with Mm -hmm. the Rogue because they have improved dramatically over the past few years. Now, Mm -hmm. you don't sound like a high mileage driver. If you want an SUV that'll do 250,000 miles, the RAV4 is the way to go. It is, it's got a phenomenal track record uh, for long-term right. reliability and low maintenance cost. But if, if you're only going to put 100, maybe 150,000 miles like this last one you've got, then the Rogue would do mm-hmm. you a good job, and it will be less money up front than the RAV4 if everything's equal. Okay. Yeah, pretty much so. Actually, the RAV4 is a little, it's, it's the very base model. So it is actually a little less expensive than the Nissan Rogue SL. I see. Um, yeah, the Nissan Murano really has a nice, comfortable ride. I mean, it is, it is plush inside. But I've been trying to research as far as, you know, which one is going to last the longest. Um, 
And I also was looking at, as far as the Nissan Murano, I under, I've been doing some research, and they were saying that maybe they had some issues with the transmission. Is that something that you... Yeah, it, it is, uh, depending on the year. But before we run out of time, Karen, uh, the, Nissan hasn't had transmission problems since about 2015. So you'd be okay with that. Uh, so either the Rogue or the Murano, for me, I think that's the way to go. Electric cars sound like a good idea, but the question is whether one is the right choice for you. Call CarPro USA at 1 800 926 7777. Jonathan in Corpus Christi. Jonathan, how are you doing, pal? What can I do for you? Oh, I'm doing great. I just had a question. Uh, I've, I've heard some rumors lately that Chevrolet might be bringing back the Chevelle. Have you heard anything about it? No, I have not. And I don't think that's going to happen. Um, I get aggravated because somebody will come up with this real detailed drawing, a rendering of a new Chevelle or a new Trans Am. I saw a new Trans Am the other day. Pontiac hadn't been around since 09. Uh, and, and the point of it is to get you to click it. They've got advertisers that pay by the click. So if they can put some compelling headline and picture up there that's going to get people's attention. I mean, for, for years on the Internet, the El Camino's been coming back. That ain't going to happen. And neither is the Chevelle. It's just a way to get you to click and and they make money that way. It's just a scam. I'm sorry. I wish they well, would. They haven't but been testing some concepts on it lately. No, no. They're they're putting every, they're putting everything they got into trucks, SUVs, and electric vehicles, just like every other automaker out there right now. Ford Ford dropped all the cars except the Mustang. I'm thinking right now with gas prices, they wish they had about half of them back, but they don't. Uh, <laughs> but no. I don't, I don't see that happening and certainly haven't heard anything from General Motors that would make me think that that's anywhere close to being a reality. Well, i got to be honest. That's a little on the disappointing side. I was hoping maybe there'd be one in the next couple of years. I hear you. There is a company converting uh, Camaros to look like Trans Ams, and it's a real company. And, and you know, they charge about 150000 for them, but they do look good. And they look, it looks just like the old Trans Am, but it's a Chevy Camaro. I appreciate the call, Jonathan. There are lots of little secrets about buying or leasing a vehicle, and Jerry Reynolds, the car pro, knows them all. Call him now at 1-800-926-7777. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio... And producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Listening to your favorite podcast? That's smart. Earning your degree online from Southern New Hampshire University? That's really smart. With 24-7 access to coursework, no set class times, and dedicated student support, you can go to school when and where it works for you. Low online tuition means you can even do it for less. 
and dedicated student support means we'll be with you from day one to graduation and beyond. Join a community of learners just like you. Go to snhu.edu today to start your free application.